Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Self Deaf Sundays, the podcast. Do 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 do. I think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of their subconscious mind and suggestions so as you guys may have realized today's podcast is a bit different to what I've been doing for the last few weeks um I have got an exciting guest to actually come and share kind of de- their self-development tips. Um, this idea came to me when I was actually swimming at my gym one day and I was thinking about all the podcasts that I listen to, like uh, the interview ones. And if you think about it, most of the podcasts that gets recorded are the ones uh, for people who have already kind of made it in their, in their respective fields. So famous actors, athletes, and, but we don't actually capture the people on the, in the now, right? So often we're only focusing on the ones that have made it. So I actually had this idea around um, capturing people in the now and then also talking about what makes uh, what kind of things they want to achieve in the future. So I would like to officially start a new series within my self Dev uh, Sunday's podcast, which is called Moment of Truth. So it's called Ordinary Tales and Extraordinary Dreams. So... I am so excited to kind of launch this kind of series within my podcast because I am so driven by the the people in the now and their humble beginnings. And even if I look at my circle, like there are so many ambitious people that I know for a fact are going to go out and achieve great things. Um, but I want them to talk about it now um, so that when they look at it in the future, they can look back and say, oh, my God, like I already have. I always had that drive, right? So what I'm actually going to do is have a very kind of conversation-focused podcast with people in my circle and who wants to get involved. Um, and the whole kind of conversation is going to focus around the ordinary tales. So who they are, uh, what made them who they are, and also what their motivations are. And then kind of moving on to the extraordinary dreams part, which is all around their future and what they want to achieve. So I am so excited to finally launch this and, and also to kind of shed some light on some incredible individuals that are in my life who I'm lucky enough to call friends um, and also kind of share their tips. So once again, welcome to this series. And I'd also like to take this opportunity now to welcome my first guest, who is very dear to my heart, um, who is Perry. Woo! Yay, Perry's here. Welcome, Perry. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so excited to just talk about everything. Life. Life in general. As we do, we talk about this like almost every day, but to have it like recorded for a purpose. And to look back at. Yeah, and it's a bit more special. And obviously we'll go and look back at it many, many times. Exactly, yeah. So, like I mentioned, Perry is my first guest on this show, and I'm so excited to have her here. Um, so, for people that don't know her, I guess I'll give a quick brief, and then obviously you can talk for yourself, right? So, I have known Perry for over a decade now. So, we're pretty much like we grew up together. We're like sisters, uh, not by blood, by choice. So, we, yeah, we, you've seen me through everything, and mm-hmm. she, like even like with this whole self dev thing as well, mm-hmm. like she's always been there to support me and kind of like bring this to life and and finally the podcast as well like I remember having a conversation with her over a year ago now around you know the, the premise of the show and she's like go for it go for it yeah. and I was like yeah and then I did it and then here we are <laughs> like after a year um but I'm so glad that we are actually doing this and I'm like yeah. more than excited to have you here so once again welcome to you Perry and I guess for people that don't know you should we start off with name age and occupation yeah, sure. So I'm very excited to be here again, just to say, and I'm so excited for you taking the first step. Um, I know that if this is going to be something very big and um, something to look back at in many years to come together yeah. and see how far you've come and how far our friendship have co- like, has come as well. Mm-hmm. And now we're looking back like 10 years before. So in the next 10 years, we'll be looking at this moment. So it's very exciting in general. Yeah. But as an introduction to everyone, um, those who don't know me, my name is Perry Sinawa and um, well, my actual name is Pravika, but I go by the name of Perry now. And I'm 26, I turned 26 in February this year, so I'm a Pisces. 
and as an occupation I just had to throw it out in here like for people who believe in star signs um, yeah and as an occupation I work in the healthcare industry I work for a clinical research organization but I'm not in the clinical side I'm on the clinical side but on the corporate so I do a bit of like project management a bit of consulting and uh, facilitating exec meetings and stuff like that for um, upcoming awards for the company Mm-hmm. but in real life I think if I had to describe myself in real life my role in real life I'm like a personal cheerleader for anyone yeah. you know that like I love cheering for people whatever you're doing I'm like go for it you can do it yeah so, that's exactly what I was going to say because I think so often when I you know when we talk about occupation we think about a career and obviously career is a huge mm-hmm. part of us but if I think of Perry, like I think of you more than just your occupation, right? Like in terms of your, what you do for your family, your friends. So there is a huge part of you, which is just beyond your occupation. And I think a personal cheerleader is definitely one of them, but I think, you know, even other things that like you do DIY, you can cook like basically <laughs> everything. Right. Like, but I think that's, that's something I want to phone there as well. But I, I guess like, yeah, from your point of view, like apart from career, like, you know, who are you? Like what, Let's jump straight into it, right? Like, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Like, crisis. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the qu- what first questions I had because, like I mentioned, the whole premise of the show is ordinary tales and extraordinary dreams, and knowing I you personally, love that name. Like yeah. before you go any further, I love that name because, yeah. like, when people start podcasts and stuff, obviously everyone starts somewhere, but um people tend to focus on like who can I bring in like I need someone famous or I need someone who are in the like social um in that world highlight on Instagram like you know someone famous or someone who has a lot of followers but this is about ordinary tales of That's it. what is it ordinary tales of extraordinary yeah. people <laughs> it's not ordinary people it so, is. that is exactly that. it and I think like yeah like you mentioned like you know we are ordinary people and I think something I said as well was like, we all have humble beginnings, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to stay ordinary forever. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, but before we jump into the future, I just wanted to kind of get to know you. And like, I think, yeah, like I mentioned, like, you know, what drives you um, as an individual? For me, on a day-to-day basis, um, I'm not someone who actually had a routine previously, like, I'm someone who I used to describe to someone new or like if I'm meeting someone new, I feel like I'm someone who gets bored easily. So I like to have that variation in my life from the moment I wake up to the moment I hit my head hits the bed again. Um, I like variation. I don't like doing the same thing again and again, again, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now as we have like time and stuff, I've started to pick up things that I would like to do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything else, like the fillers of the day, um, can vary from day to day so that's how I keep myself sane if I had to do the same thing every day I don't think I'll be able to do it professionally or as well um, in a in my personal life yeah and I think that's something that we talk about quite a lot right like obviously the channel is self-development and like growth and, and getting out of comfort zone and something that mm. we've talked about multiple times as well is you know how can I you know challenge myself and do things that we yeah, wouldn't yeah. normally um and I think you d- touched on a really interesting point there which is the habit side of things which you mentioned like there are some things that you do on a day-to-day basis right so what what was the reason for kind of doing that and is it because you saw results that was the reason why it motivated you or um what was the reason of having those habits and what do you actually do uh, in, in on a day-to-day basis that you know that you definitely so, for me most of the routine now that I've created um happens in the morning so setting the tone for the day yeah um after i wake up i know it's really hard not to go on your phone because that's where we set our alarm as well um but um you know wake up just limit your time i say i don't say like don't do it at all because that's i think almost impossible not to check your phone in the morning because that's the first thing you'll grab anyway but use it productively so i would perhaps you know, go through the notifications, see if there's anything I need to um, reply to immediately. If not, that can wait. So I will go look at news um, yeah. and then it just like head headlines. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would put on, go on Blink, this app where you get to um, finish a book in about like 12, 
12 minutes, 12 to 15 minutes, it's a summary of a book. And then, uh, daily they give you a free book, but I've got a subscription, so I get to pick a book um, for the day. So I put that on, wake up, do my bed, um, and I just have it on while I, you know, brush my teeth, wash my face, come back. And then I go downstairs, lemon water in the morning instead of coffee. That's some, that's, I feel like that's the biggest change I've made, made so far. Um, instead yeah. of a black coffee, I start my day with lemon water. And um, something I learned from work. I did, Is it hot water um, or cold? Huh? Is it warm water or cold? Does it matter? I, prefer, I don't know why I that's prefer. important, but I just want to know. <laughs> <laughs> people want to know as well water can come in various different temperatures yeah. and that really determines your taste you know yeah no right now i have um just normal water with lime yes. and lemon and um, something i learned from work one of the managers has a degree um in neurology and all these like really cool stuff and she said um start your morning with lemon water like you don't just wake up wake up your body like your insides as well wake up your liver mm-hmm. um so yes, lemon water, and then um, do a ten-minute stretch before I sit. As I'm working from home now, before I sit on my desk, which I will be sitting on <laughs> for quite some time until I take my next break or until I take my lunch, um, I will stretch for about ten, fifteen minutes and be ready to start my day. And I think that puts focus back into myself and helps me set intention for my day. Like uh, while I'm doing the stretches, like it's more like a yoga kind of stretch. So. Um, it was, it, it, I, you know, I just put it on myself to have an intention for the day. So I'll be like, today, I want to be, pro- I want to be productive today, or I want to complete this task, mm-hmm. or I want to, you know, like feel like I, I will accomplish something. Like if you're close to a project finishing or a task, then you want to finish that. So just set your intention for the day, or it could be simple as, I want to be happy today. Mm-hmm. And that's choosing to be happy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I know that you mentioned this on the live video that we did as well. So I've actually mm-hmm. got a, um, some posts lined up for some of yeah. the key tips Perry had in terms of um, starting the morning right. And I think that's what you've just said. It's kind of just reiterated that, right? So I think it was something around like training your mind. I think that was the first the one. It was like tra- training my body. I focus my mind. And I feed my soul. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I think that's like a very like tactical thing, you know, that could work for someone else out there as well. Because you're right, like starting your morning literally sets the how your day goes. You know, sometimes yeah. you, you don't want to do that. You want to just survive, like you mentioned. Um, yeah, so starting the day, three things. That's like my affirmation for the day as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and my intention for the day, training my body, feeding my soul and focus in my mind and that could mean anything for anyone right it, it train your body doesn't mean you have to go run 5k in the morning mm-hmm. it could simply be just touching your toes mm-hmm. and just getting those like um, accomplishment of the day a touch my yeah, toe <laughs> and also like making your bed there's so many talks on making your bed there's a book on making your bed you know it's like yeah, i didn't know that first, yeah first task of the day done you've made your bed you made your room look more presentable. So when you go away to your work or whatever you're doing for the day, you come back and you see that made up bed, mm-hmm. you're going to be so relieved. Like when you come to a home that's a mess, yeah. it, it causes like unnecessary stress and resistance for no reason. Yeah, actually, now that you mentioned it, is, um, you know, if you make your day first thing in the morning, that's a little task that you've completed. And as a yeah. Result like it sets you in a certain it has case, yeah. yeah. You build up a momentum up to achieve more that things, and yeah. Once again, yeah. with everything in life, right? I think starting things right is so important. And what you mentioned around training your your mod was it training your body, <laughs> not mind and your body, yeah. <laughs> training my mind and focusing my mind, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I think, like you mentioned, it could mean different things for different people. So, mm-hmm. for you, it's a yoga stretch, but for someone else, it could be, um maybe doing like a little workout or it could be going for a walk. So I think as long as you've got that framework, you can adapt it according to who you are as an individual, right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's about finding what works for you, right? And you're not, no one's timing you. No. You've got, you've got all the time in the world that you need. 
Mm-hmm. Find something works for you, right? Keep trying, try this, try that. Like this didn't happen overnight. Like nothing happens overnight like that. This takes trial and error. Mm-hmm. And like coming from a science background as well, that's like the biggest thing. Like no big creation that we all are enjoying today was created in one go. Oh no. Many failings and many ups and downs. And that's how you come to find out what you like, what you don't like, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. What works for you might not work for me. What works for me might not work for you. But it's worth sharing because, you know, even with like issues, if you think about an issue that's been bothering you at work or at home or within your friend's circle, and if you bring it, if you don't say anything, no one's going to notice. But if you bring it up, if you're thinking about it, most likely someone else is thinking about it as well. So exactly. it becomes like a way of channeling that energy and talking it through and finding a solution instead of just letting something eat you from the inside. Mm-hmm. You're right. So I think, yeah, that trialing and error, right? Like she's going for mm-hmm. it. Everything. Yeah. What um, what's the worst can happen? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think there's an underlying kind of message there as well. It's like in terms of trialing and error, the only way you can do that is if you're curious, um, mm-hmm. which is something I like always recommend and kind of talk about, you know, in terms of my career, everything in life is just staying curious. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think this goes back to your point around variation, right? The reason that you don't want to do the same thing is because you're curious. You want to see, you know, let me make a banana bread today or let me DIY my room. And, mm-hmm. and as a result, like that's how you grow and develop. And I think, this idea of curiosity like you mentioned like the greatest inventions always came from this burning curiosity right um and Mm -hmm. i think that can be applied in all aspects of your life and at the end of the day it's only going to benefit you exactly and as i said like what's the worst can happen you know you're going to find something you don't like and then you drop it like you leave it alone (laughs) and you move on to the next thing that might work for you um same thing happens with friendship same thing happens when you're trying to meet a new person in a romantic way like you can't force things like that and it doesn't happen overnight so trial and error definitely and curiosity like curiosity did not kill the cat like i don't like that i don't like that quote at all (laughs) yeah like curiosity is what drives me i feel like i i you know i'm like someone who likes to stay busy if i'm not busy that's when my mind starts spiraling um just into oblivion and just many thoughts but trying to stay busy and learning new things and putting my best foot forward to something I've never done before mm-hmm. helps me learn new things as well as learn things better mm-hmm. uh, you know I might be able to do it better than I did the first time the second time the third time until I can get it as good as I as I can get it right mm-hmm. so be curious about everything be curious about people be curious about books mm-hmm. uh, films and take it that extra bit like after watching a film go google like who the director was who like what else has he directed who these the actors, behind the scenes and stuff i think you you do that a lot don't you with the I do that with, yeah i did that with marvel recently exactly. and i spent like half a day just looking at marvel behind the scenes <laughs> oh my god the amount of hard work i think it makes you appreciate the hard work that goes behind exactly the scenes. Yeah, yeah we just watch it for entertainment but we don't really think about all the technical bits and mm-hmm. the story writing the ski- screenplay and stuff right so um, be curious about everything yeah, yeah. that's and really good curious about yourself oh yeah i think that's you the biggest to, thing that's the biggest thing you need to know or you need to start learning what you like and what you don't like mm-hmm. um, and what you're willing to compromise and what you're willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. i think that you've summed it down to a t because i think going back to my question i asked you you know what drives you and you rounded it off, right? I think you just mentioned that curiosity is something that, without realising, I think that we've come a full circle. And obviously, as expected, mm. we've taken a lot of detours and little scenic, scenic yeah. But I think, um, yeah, I think that's pre- that pretty much summarises that. And I think that has given a lot of kind of insight to, to people listening about who you are, what you are as a person. I mean, I know it in and out, but um, I think that kind of backgrounds that off. So thank you for that. Mm. Cool. So... Mm. I think now, now that we've kind of understood you, right, as, as in terms of who you are as a person, I think like my next question was actually, once again, like hearing about your ordinary tales. And I think we all have gone through a lot in our lives in terms of growth and development and 
tests and all these things, right? That has shaped you to be who you are today and you talking to me in this very second. But if I was to ask you a question where, you know, I say, what is that one thing in your life that has really shaped you to be the person you are at the moment? Um, and that could be, you know, taking a negative into a positive or like, you know, things at uni or like, just like one thing that if you were to reflect back on what made Perry who she is today, what's the first thing that sticks out in your mind? I think that comes to like self-love mm-hmm. and uh, with that came the confidence. I think as a kid, as a young person, I did not have the confidence I have today. Definitely not thinking about school days and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like mentally, physically, um, both um, the confidence level just rocketed up because I think one of the biggest thing is I was surrounding myself with the right people mm-hmm. um, and I was moving away from energy that no longer served me I think in school I was like um, report cards and stuff everything used to be like A, B, C's, whatever like good grades nothing bad mm-hmm. but one comment that always stood out to me was like oh she's really good blah 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 but she's really quiet mm-hmm. and I think now I'm like really vocal so I've got like completely opposite yeah. And I don't, I can't really pinpoint the exact moment when it ha- happened. Mm-hmm. But one thing I don't know if I've told you or we've ever discussed this was like mm-hmm. when in college, there was a person, a friend, friend of a friend, who said a friend of a friend, of his friend thought I was like pretty. And this was like a girl, it, you know, she was like, oh my God, like that girl is so pretty, like told him. And he told me. And I think, I don't think anyone's ever like, vocalized yeah like vocalized there before and I thought like oh my god because I didn't know this person I knew of this person but like I never um you know like talked to her or anything and I was like oh my god that's so sweet and stuff Mm -hmm. and then I think in a way I started seeing myself in a different light Mm -hmm. because you know people say like I wish you saw how I saw you like right um and I think that reflected like um, changed my mentality completely back and helped me gain confidence in the way I look mm-hmm. and then yeah I feel about so, yeah and completely change how I feel about myself because I was like it's that person who doesn't even know me mm-hmm. um appreciate me why shouldn't you appreciate yeah someone? maybe I should start appreciating myself a bit more mm-hmm. you know and I think it, as a young person you compare yourself a lot with people you're surrounded with your friends and like the whole um, social culture and everything you see in magazines, TV, social media, and um, when you don't look like the people you hang around with, or you don't look like people who think um, who people think are like really pretty in everyone's eyes, you sort of downplay yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I think like in in a mo- in that moment as well, like once you start loving yourself, you start caring about what anyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's a lot of things that you touched on there, which I want to kind of go back on. But I think yeah. one key takeaway from that story was that I think you always had it within you, but it, it was that one comment, right? That I, I wouldn't say completely changed the way you looked no. at yourself, but it triggered. But that's what I remember. Yeah, that's exactly. what I remember. And I think it, what this story reiterates is how important it is to be kind and also share how you feel in a positive way because I think us as a society and a culture we're so quick to jump when it's to do with criticism or condemning other people or mm-hmm. looking down or like saying you know not the nicest things but I think we should we shouldn't we should focus on the goods more and like that girl didn't owe you anything right I mean she could have just thought about it oh my god she's pretty and walked off but the fact that she went out of her way to say that and like you know and it eventually got to you and um it kind of made you question like you know you know if someone else can look at me that way why can't I kind of thing and I think that is so so important and I think what you I think what that kind of did was help you unleash your own true potential right um Mm. which has got you to where you are right now um and you know i'm sure there's a lot of other things that happen along the way but it has yeah. shaped you as an individual right would you say yeah, that definitely i think it's like a gradual step again it didn't happen overnight right like i wasn't i didn't wake up one day to be this like confident person but, like 
I am the shit. I'm going to take over the world. Like, <laughs> no, that didn't. I'm that kidding. If you do, no judgment. Yeah, but like, it was over time. But as I said, there wasn't like a particular moment, um, like one moment when that happened. But that comment always sticks with me because I, I don't know. I just remember that, you know, quite clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't ever think you, I actually like looked at myself or like thought about myself as being this person where someone else would admire Mm -hmm. like someone else would admire but it was it was good to know and as you said it's so important to be kind Mm -hmm. and um I think we had this discussion yesterday as well I was reading this book where in a world where everything's so commercialized and Mm -hmm. um you know there's like everything for everything that you have a problem for like you might you know, there's like anti-aging creams. There's like things to make you fitter, slimmer, prettier, like make your hair nicer. So you know, the, the companies are feeding off of this um, self-loathing and people trying to improve yourself themselves, which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But in a world where we're so open to criticism and giving criticism to other people, self-love is a very rebellious act. Mm-hmm. and um everyone who loves themselves should be really proud that they love themselves it's you know there's like no need to be modest about it no no not at all and like i think self love like you mentioned is like it's one of those things that is kind of like a foundation right for everything else mm-hmm. that follows through would you say definitely because if you know there are people who jump from relationship to relationship and they look for validation in other people right so you know if I have a boyfriend or if I have a girlfriend and they're going to admire me they're going to respect me if I am with someone people are going to see like I'm capable of love and whatnot but who else is going to love you more than you should love yourself and why should someone love you more than you love yourself mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's not just about loving myself but it's like loving myself more than anyone ever would mm-hmm. because why shouldn't you love yourself more than anyone yeah oh for sure and I think something I kind of live by is that as well like obviously you've got your family and your loved ones you have sons daughters mums dads and they love you so so much and there's no doubt about that but at the end of the day like you were born alone and you will die alone and I think like obviously there are a lot of factors and support systems that will make you who you are but no one has walked your shoes and no one ever will and similar to me and like if you and then I think that just reiterates right like you need to have your back and and once you have that obviously self-love is one of those things that is gradual and I'm sure you're work you're still working towards it um just like I am it's a continuous thing but once you have your kind of love like self-love and sanity in a certain bubble like these external kind of circumstances can't get to you right like Mm -hmm. like you mentioned the external validation in terms of you know I I'm only worthy if someone else loves me I think that's a huge mistake a lot of girls and maybe guys even growing up have where they have to feel like they have to be in a relationship to get that validation but like you mentioned like if you don't have like if you don't look for these external approvals I think that's when you are going to be like the happiest yourself because you don't need yeah. external factors right you're not constantly searching for love and happiness in other things right in other people like materialistic things and you you get so con- like content with yourself that oh, yeah. nothing can get to you and I think that's like the best state that I could ever be because oh, if someone comes along like that's great um it's a bonus right but if if nothing comes along like you're happy what <laughs> what else do you need literally you know what I mean? yeah exactly and I think that is the most important thing as well like is to recognize that I think you are enough when world, the world yeah. tells you that you need this, you need that, you need all these external things. Yeah. It's like recognizing that is probably the biggest step, right? Yeah. And I, I think one of the biggest things that breaks my heart is when people start complaining about themselves, like I'm not pretty enough or like I have this issue or that issue. And I'm just like, if you could only like turn that around and it's nothing to do with like the physical um you know the physicality of it but it's like everything to do it um with your mentality Mm -hmm. that's so true i think being self-critical is such a natural thing nowadays isn't it like yeah you know i'm not enough or i haven't got this i haven't got that but um like you mentioned like if you are in a situation 
if you remove yourself out of the situation, like what advice would you give Perry, right? Or like what advice would you give Lamika? Like if I was in a difficult situation, like I think that's so important as well because we yeah. are so much nicer to other people than we are to ourselves, um, which is so ridiculous if you think about it. But I think once again, something that we talk about all the time is this awareness, right? So having that awareness mm-hmm. around your self-worth and your self-love. Um, but yeah, I think being self-critical, like, and I hear it, right? I hear it in like when I talk to family or friends, and you know, they're mm. like, "Oh my god, my head doesn't look right." Like, there's all there's always something, and yeah. it doesn't mean that you're perfect, but it's like it's like even stopping and vo- stop vocalizing it to make it real in a, in a way, um, yeah. and focus on the abundance rather than the scarcity. Because I think people focus on the scarcity so much more than they should, mm. because there are a lot of things to be grateful about, and I think we think that way so it's so natural for us um but i do understand why it might take some people um to to look at the abundance more than the lack of what's there right yeah i think that again depends on who you've been growing up around i mean we're we're very grateful for the people that we have in our lives that we work and live and you know um live life on a daily basis so closely and we help each other honestly grow grow up in with this mentality and people who might not have have had that privilege to be around people who are very positive and like constantly cheering you on in whatever you do mm-hmm. um they might have you know been around toxic friendships mm-hmm. where they're not really your friends mm-hmm. they'll they'll be picking things picking up things about you that you know you're not going to be able to forget about because it's you'll be like oh my god it's bothering them so mm-hmm. and now it's bothering you <laughs> Do you know what I mean? so it definitely depends on who you're um who you surround yourself with as well and it, as you said before like what people said is like what people say um shouldn't like any external factor shouldn't really get to you um and if it does don't give it much time mm-hmm just don't dwell on it there's literally no no yeah i think that makes complete sense and i think something i wanted to touch on was what you mentioned around earlier on where you said i managed to let go of energy that no longer serves me which i think is so powerful because like you mentioned again it's like having the support system and people around you who are think like you and are you know have good intentions is so important um and i think that kind of correlates because due to the reason that you have let go of people that don't serve you, you have managed to filter out bad vibes and bad people um, to only have, I guess, good people around you, right? And as a result, like yeah. like you mentioned, it's like this whole idea around like the, the energy side of things where good attracts good, um, which I think is so important as well. Um, one thing in your life which is shaped to you and we start talking about self-love and what's important what isn't um being kind but i think we've done a lot of thinking around like the past right the the the, the Mm. ordinary tales and the humble beginnings and the second part is all around the extraordinary extraordinary. (laughs) (laughs) but like my question was all around you know like like um self-development was born out of books and all around you know sharing insights and learnings is there one book that you know, as soon as you read it, you're like, oh my God, I want everyone in the world to read it. Um, and it's a hard kind of question, but maybe you could throw more than one. But yeah, what what is that one book that you want everyone to um, read? We talk about self-development book a lot, and that's obviously um, the genre we um, go to. But if I had to recommend this one book, it would be Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album. I think I've let you borrow the book as well. Really? And it's a very small book <clears throat> and it's got a very like spiritual aspect to it as well. It depends on how you see it, it depends on how involved you are with spirituality and um, whatever you believe in actually, whether it's God or some people don't like the G word, the universe, mm-hmm. higher power. Yeah. And it's so about just names for it, right? Yeah, so but it all really means something that you believe in and you know that you try to extract answers from on your day-to-day basis like on your daily life like if you want an answer for something this is where you would go to but the book let me talk about the book <laughs> without getting diverted again mm-hmm. um the book itself starts with an old man working this fair ground um 
like as a maintenance guy and in the beginning um without giving too much away um the beginning starts with an end Mm. um and then that's where the story actually it's kind of in the name right yeah so five people in in heaven (laughs) he dies (laughs) so spoiler alert he dies dies. um and then the story starts so it and then he comes across these five people that he's met in his real life throughout his whole life whether he's met them um intentionally so for example his wife or a person he's gone past uh who if that if that person hadn't gone past then something in his current life would have been completely different Mm. he might not have interacted with this person at all but because of that person and him um coming uh crossing each other's path at a certain point in in his life something Mm. has changed Mm. and it just and it you know in a way showed me like coincidences like that probably have happened in our life as well where something so minor very minute has happened that changed the course of our life the way we live our life today um you for example like people sometimes miss an accident by like a couple minutes do you know what I mean so it's all about that timing and um again I said I said coincidence but um there's this thing I read where said there's no such thing as coincidence mm-hmm. uh co the you know coincidence is a way of for example god um showing up mm. anonymously mm. he's doing something or like the universe is doing something anonymously for mm. um this um, person to come into your life or this event to happen in your life mm-hmm. there's no such thing as coincidence it was meant to happen for you to experience one thing or the other yeah so it it teaches you how you cross your path with many people in your life and each person is there um to teach you something or um is there for you to for something to happen in your life or for you to avoid something in your life yeah and i think you i remember you recommended that book and you let me borrow it as well Mm. and i i remember like vividly the story and it is little like you know like you mentioned like people that come across in your life every single person has a purpose and it's mm. not like a direct like a self-help book like oh my god this is how you can change your way of thinking but <clears throat> the story obviously it's a fiction book but <clears throat> the story that it has has really like it really changes how you look at your own life right and like the people mm. that you meet um and and to kind of like shape you to be who you are and yeah it, it is like i think bringing it back to what you said earlier on about that lady or that girl that drop that little comment that triggered off that self-love kind of thing for you maybe that was one of the like that was put in there for a reason because i think you were mentally and spiritually everything ready to kind of start that journey and it took that one comment to start that right um just like other things in life so i think yeah that is a really good book and i'd highly recommend it as well yeah it's, it's a modern book it's quite an old book and the author is actually um everyone is familiar with Paolo Coelho and the alchemist I believe um by now even if you haven't read it you've heard about it so it's like a similar kind of writer you know he tells a story but then he brings some sort of like spirituality and I think uh, everyone who goes to this spiritual um journey or self-development journey definitely has come across the alchemist at one point or the other mm-hmm. I think Mitch Albert uh, via people in heaven should be up there as well because in in an unexpected way it uh, view my life and the people I meet in a completely different way mm-hmm. uh, but in terms of book you I think you have to vary between fiction and non-fiction you know if you constantly go for a self-development book and you're constantly following um the bestseller and the book that everyone's talking about obviously because everyone's talking about it obviously you have to read it right like see what yeah, it what it's, it's about it's and learn from it yeah you don't want to exactly. miss but, but at the same time i feel like once in a while pick a book out that you would not normally pick out mm-hmm. have again have variation because if you are reading the same thing that everyone else is reading then you're thinking the same way that everyone else is thinking you mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing at all mm-hmm. right but then if you want to think think outside the box or if you want to stand out and you want to learn something new or you want to say something that's revolutionary um in a small way or a big way 
you have to change the way you think. You have to think like, you know, you, you should think about things a bit more differently than the generic population or the population of people who read the same book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really... It's something that, yeah. Like, honestly, that, this is what I've learned. Like, if you read everything someone else is reading or you do everything else someone else is doing in their life, mm-hmm. then you lose your element. You become them. And yeah. when you read things everyone else is reading, you start thinking like them. But you need to start thinking like you. Mm-hmm. And that only happens when what you're taking in is different mm-hmm. to what everyone else is taking. Yeah. So again, there's, there's this exchange in knowledge, but at the same time, don't be afraid to pick a kid's book every now and then, or like a non-fiction if you're a fiction reader and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I think that you've you raised a really interesting point there, which is all around um, identifying your individual um, uniqueness. And I think Mm -hmm. I wrote on the email that I sent you as well, like, I truly believe that every single individual that was born in this planet has unique talents that they have to give back to the world to make an impact, Um, whether it's big or small, um, you know, everyone is unique in their own way. So the only way you can unleash that uniqueness is by being curious once again and trying things other people wouldn't and figuring out what works for you, right? Because, yeah like you mentioned like if you do end up consuming the same thing as everyone else you become like sheeps and as a result like your true potential is actually being locked away um Mm -hmm. so i think that's a really good point that you raised which is once again falls into the whole premise of ordinary tales and extraordinary dreams every single person's dream is extraordinary right um and I, i think just add on that as well like um a lot of like great inventions come from people who get inspiration from fields that's completely unrelated to them so like even like you know like isaac newton like like the whole thing about apple and stuff that you know he was locked up in his room for so long to try and figure out what exactly was going on and then he, his um you know like his subconscious mind or whatever gave him that idea when he least expected it um mm-hmm. so i think the importance of trying new things out and getting inspiration from things you wouldn't normally is so important right I think you were going to add something along those lines. Yeah, definitely. With like Thomas Edison as well, Alexander Fleming with penicillin. Mm-hmm. It was a growing by his window. And I think, um, what's his name? You said Thomas Edison? No. I said yeah. Thomas Edison who created the light, light bulb. Yeah. That wasn't his first creation. Go look at what their first creation actually was. And it's really interesting. And even like coming from the healthcare industry, a lot of medicines that we use right now for a specific purpose wasn't actually designed to cure that or prevent that disease or that condition. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to like challenge, again, like learn new things, obviously absorb all the information, but don't be afraid to challenge the status quo as well. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, me as a person, I do like to challenge things like mm-hmm. obviously the aspect of why, but then also like, why not? Why not do it like this? And obviously you have to have like a, some sort of rational reasoning behind mm-hmm. why you're recommending this change. But don't be afraid to challenge, in thing, challenge things in people if it's something you're passionate about. Not just to wind them up. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> to find a solution or a way um, to think about things differently. So I always find myself sometimes like challenging the status quo at work as well, as well as in personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, try to get away with things um, when I was younger, like by pushing something a little bit, like doing it very gradually. Mm-hmm. to see how far I can push someone yeah. until I know the limit. Okay, okay, like now I know that yeah. that's, that's their trigger. Yeah. So you wouldn't know that until you've done it, right? You wouldn't yeah. have known how far you could have pushed it. The exactly. So you've probably like changed so many things along those steps and learned so many things. And now you've also learned about that person as well to see what actually ticks them mm-hmm. and how much you can get away. Get away sounds like really bad, but like obviously in a good way as well how much you can get away with something yeah and I think that's a really good call out and I think everything that you said also aligns with those three pillars that I think came up with for the vision for self-drive Sundays which is all around like spirituality which is all about knowing yourself that is all around self-love that you mentioned and then the other one is around um 
psychology is around knowing others, right? So it's like the only way you can thrive in the environment is by knowing these individuals, knowing what ticks them, knowing what doesn't, what the trigger points are. And I think that's a really good segue into the final pillar, which is all around mission. And that is all around making impact on others. And the term mission can be, you know, interchanged with purpose and like, what I like to think of that is the legacy, right? So I guess the final question in terms of wrapping this all up is Parika, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy right now is what I'm going to take my strength as, you know, I think two of my biggest strengths right now as I'm like thriving in the life that I am doing what I love doing is my kindness and my confidence and I mix those when I'm, you know, in those meetings or I'm like talking to you, my sister, and I use that to share my knowledge as well as I use that to learn about other people because my role is very people-based as well. Like I have to read the room when I'm facilitating to know if something's not right with someone and make sure to point it out so that their voice is heard. Mm-hmm. And with that as well, um, from that role, I can be that voice of that person or, you know, of that meeting or the, rep- the whether it's a sponsor or client or an internal team I'm representing, I'm usually the voice for them. Mm-hmm. That's a technique in my life. I like to raise issues mm-hmm. that are overlooked with um, different initiatives I've been involved with other friends um, of ours and I just want to even if I change a way someone thinks about something that's so traditional and so cultural that's been going on for years and years and decades and decades Mm -hmm. and I can help people think about themselves differently Mm -hmm. as well as how they view life yeah that's that's yeah that's what i would like to live live behind like leave behind because when people think about legacy they think about their money and their value of their house and stuff like that but i think if you help a person change their mentality and the way they see themselves and their lives Mm -hmm. that's a huge accomplishment and for a person like me who's a big cheerleader i like to see people do good in their life and achieve everything they um you know desire and that's the biggest fulfillment for me right now to see all my friends and family thriving and doing well and doing what they love and also spreading that love right not just keeping their knowledge to themselves mm-hmm. I, I think everything that you said is literally you like that like that is literally how I would describe you as well and like what you mentioned around you know mixing that blend of kindness and confidence like obviously in work is a huge part of who you are and how you kind of showcase yourself and I think you get to be your true version of yourself but at the same time like other things you've done with like you know changing people's way of thinking like you've done that with the video with Hamra Insight which is a great channel uh, for people to listen little plug Perry was on it as well and like even just the way you handled questions there and you know it's not about saying was who's right or wrong it's like accepting them for who they are but then you know like saying looking at it in a positive way which i think you did great on the on the panel as well and also like on lives and stuff so i think yeah in terms of your legacy it's to wrap it up again correct me if i'm wrong but it's mixing that kindness that confidence to be able to voice your opinion um making someone think differently um in a positive way but at the same time like doing what you love in terms of your kind of character which is being that personal cheerleader and seeing the loved ones around you thriving in what they do does that cover it honestly like nothing brings me much joy than seeing like people i love Mm -hmm. in whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. because in return that's what you would want from people right like without expectation of obviously them thinking the same about me this is you treat people how you want to be treated it's that simple it's that simple and you know learning about myself has helped me learn about other people and using the same skills at work I'm able to communicate at home and skills I learn from home I'm able to um, use better at work so it's about finding that balance in and editing bits of your life to make this um, you know um, skill that works for you as an all-rounder in everything exactly that's the thing like these skills that you've learned like it's not just gonna work in one aspect it's like 
it's interchangeable, right? Because I think going back to my first question I be- began with, like I asked about your occupation, which is something we do a lot, but you are so much, there's so much more to you than just your work. And I think everything that you have said throughout this whole podcast, you know, in and out, you know, we had a little detours and technical mm-hmm. difficulties, but I think it had definitely, definitely represented who you are as a person. And nothing of every, anything that you said has surprised me. Um, it is just you to a T. And I think I'm just glad that I get to showcase this to others uh, who wants to listen as well. And I just want to say a huge thank you for always being my personal cheerleader. And I know that I'm the same for you as well. Yeah, honestly, very grateful to have been surrounded with people that we are um, and having each other for like mm-hmm. almost more than a decade, I would say now. And mm-hmm. um, I'll again, reiterating what I said in the beginning very excited for this platform to launch Mm -hmm. and um, for you to take it further and improve on it from today (laughs) and all of today's difficulties and all of the questions you're asking as well it's great um because I don't think about myself in terms of those questions so it's you know when I vocalize it again it it solidifies what I already know about myself and and my mission exactly and I love that Thank you so much for sharing. I mean, like, you know, we've been through all, I've made loads of notes as well, as I always do, <laughs> just to kind of help me digest everything, but it has helped me get to know you better. And I think there's always something we can learn from each other, right? And once again, that's the whole premise of this, this podcast is to get to know individuals, their beginnings, but also more importantly, where they want to go in the future. And also for all of us to work together um, to, to kind of create that impact. And I think a lot of the people can definitely get a, gain a lot from your insights um and yeah i mean i'm definitely going to have you on board in the future like this is just the beginning episode one you know first guest but i know for a fact that we will be doing more of these so i think i might actually even you know ask people if they've got any questions for you for us on the kind of stuff that we might want to talk about because this is this is just the, the tip at the moment there's so much more that we can delve into in everything that we talked about as well um but hours yeah exactly but i think we've done pretty well considering the 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 detours and stuff we had and i'm i'm really confident about this episode so thank you once again and it's just the beginning right it's day one Mm. day one of many day one of many yeah and i'm just excited to see how we can grow and you know like you said the whole idea of consumption is like if this our conversation can help even one individual out there to think for them to think differently then we've done our job and that is that is that is what drives me and you and yeah yeah it's been really exciting obviously and we've been looking forward to it for a while yeah i really enjoyed doing this and for everyone who's coming on next and for upcoming episodes and recordings like i'm excited to learn from them as well Mm -hmm. so much coming yay all right cool should we wrap it up peace Thank you so much, Perry, and thank you for being here. Um, and yeah, look out for the episode. Thanks for having me, and good luck with everything. Thank you so much. Yeah, everything was great.